When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trapped, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for every Everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying you set my country music award on fire? The music, nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a eleven, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's boots and whiskey podcast at gmail.com. Mr. Swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you. Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. This one is very interesting to me um, because it has a sound to it that by it i mean this artist has a sound to country music that we don't hear a lot about and i think is going to make a push um and i mean that soulful kind of r&b making babies kind of sound um tyler bryant is our guest tonight and tyler's from texas moved to nashville you're going to hear the whole story right but he's got a sound man that i'm telling you is going to really i think catch fire in the country music world that that soulful r&b i know i've said this um that sound like almost like gospel country music and i don't mean it in like a religious sense i mean just in the sound you know he's got very much that um how do i who do I want to compare? I want to compare him to like a Kane Brown. I really do. Um, because I think he's on that level that like, you know, that Luther Vandross, that Barry White, that soul, that country music soul that I think the genre so desperately needs. Um, 
It was a great time talking to Tyler. You're going to hear it here in a minute. Um, but before we get started, of course, as always, thank you to Rowdy Roads, Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company, um, American Grit and Grace, Mitch Max, Afterglow Boutique. Thank you all so much for your time and your patience um, and your support, as well as my wife and my kids. Thank you all so much for making these episodes uh, and this and this dream become a reality. Uh, without further ado, Mr. Tyler Bryant. Hey, what's up, man? Good. How are you? Not much. What's going on with you? Oh, not a whole lot. Well, actually, I'm lying. I guess a whole lot. <laughs> but <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. I'm so sorry about the confusion. I thought I thought things had been settled, and maybe I didn't reach out to everybody I needed to. But I'm so glad you were you were he- you're here tonight. Oh yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Just looking forward to it. Good, good. So for everybody, tell us who you are, what you're doing, and you know, how this whole journey for you started. Uh, well, uh, my name's uh, Tyler Bryant. Um, and uh, currently, I, I actually have a new single coming out October 22nd called Stay Wild. Um, it's actually my first release since moving to Nashville uh, from Texas. And um, we're actually working on a full EP, but I was just going to kick the single out because I think it's been a couple years, maybe two or three years since I've actually released new music. So yeah. I'm pretty excited to be working on that and uh, getting some new music out. And I think it's going to be like a six or seven song EP. So uh, definitely been, you know, hitting the, hitting the ground pretty hard, trying to get that finished and, and get that put out. So, That's awesome. So when uh, do you expect that EP to come out? Really? I, I have, I really have no idea because a lot of it's just timing and, you know, songwriting. And so I was actually hoping to be done with it about, about yeah. this time. And so since, uh, that hasn't happened. It's kind of gotten pushed back. So I'm actually still needing to record a couple more songs that, so I think early next month in November, we'll be recording uh, the final two songs to, to go on the EP. So hopefully uh, shortly after that, you know, that project will be complete and ready. For awesome. Release. awesome. So what made you move to Nashville from Texas when Texas has its own country music sound? That's a good question. So, um, when I first started, uh, Nashville was always the goal for me. Sure. Uh, I, got, I got into country music a lot later. I think uh, 2015, you know, is when I uh, pretty much started, you know, my journey as an artist. But I didn't really mm. grow up listening to country. It wasn't something that, you know, I really thought about. But when I decided to do it, Nashville was always the goal. And so, uh, but I started out in Texas. I was cutting my teeth in Texas, touring and playing around. But shortly after, you know, playing around, I kind of realized that, you know, my my sound and like the direction that like I'm trying to go with my music doesn't really fit that sort of Texas mold. And so yeah. it was definitely hard for me to kind of grow and kind of take things to that next step in Texas. So yeah. uh, Nashville was definitely the move for me. Yeah, no, you absolutely have the, you know, the newer Nashville sound right. for sure. Yeah. You know, you have, you have, you know, I, I really appreciate and love your sound for what, one for what it is two for your talent and three you know it's nice to see you know artists like you move country music into a genre that it really has always been but hasn't really had the voices to portray that and that being soulful right right exactly right yeah 
um, can you, can you kind of like take us through that and how, you know, how your, you know, your childhood, your, your musical tastes have kind of brought you to that, to that level? Yeah. So growing up, um, I was born in Houston, and so growing up, we listened to a lot of, like, Houston, like, a lot of rap, you know, in the house. Yeah. We listened to a lot of that. But my grandma, she was big on the oldies. So, you know, we listened to, like, the Temptations, Diana Ross, you know, that sort of old school, I guess, rhythm and blues. And then, I guess, the newer artists at the time, so, like, your Luther Vandross, Marvin Gaye, you know, that sort of music. And so, uh, you know, there was a lot of that going on. So country wasn't, you know, in earshot, you know, in my in our household. Sure. Yeah. And so, like, pretty much still to this day, I'm pretty much the only person in my family who listens to country music. And so, you know, and they listen to it. Well, they listen to me. They're like, yeah, I'll listen to, you know, your music, you know. So yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those things. And like I said, I didn't really get off into country uh, till later in life. But um, I think when I, you know, first started writing songs and all that, I just, you know, kind of went back, you know, to what I know, like my roots. Like, I really love listening to the old stuff. And uh, like that sort of soulful music. And when I got into country, uh, I'm like, a, I like history, you know. And so yeah. I've, probably, I've probably been to the Country Music Hall of Fame, you know, more times than I like to admit. But I enjoy like seeing exhibits. And if you're not like a, you know, big history guy or like to, you know, look at exhibits, don't go with me because I'm going to stop and read everything, especially if I'm very interested in the topic. And so I guess I became very knowledgeable about it because, you know, I had a lot of catching up to. There's people who were listening to country, you know, their whole lives. Yeah. And so, you know, I wasn't that. So, you know, I kind of, I guess, quote unquote, did my homework. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, that's when I learned about, you know, Randy Travis and Jim Reeves and Patrick Klein and all these people, Farron Young. And, you know, I enjoyed that style. And I like, I enjoy like, you know, that style of country music. But I also, the era that I came in was like shortly after the bro country. Yeah. And so um, I like that too. And I just kind of liked the different variants of country music that, uh, you know, that country has sort of, I guess, evolved over the years. I'm like, I kind of like the the variance of all of it. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to do it, of course, you know, I'm going to have my own personal influence, that sort of R&B. But I also like the older sounding country. So, you know, my EP, it's not a full album, but, you know, if I'm going to tell people about it, I'm going to say, you know, hey, you're going to find something on there. There's something on there for everybody. And, you yeah. know, you, you hear a lot of artists say that when their album comes out, like, hey, there's something on there for everybody, I think. And really, when you listen to the album, you know, it's a good album, but it's virtually along the same vein. There's really, you know, the subject matter changes the song. But what you're hearing, what you're feeling, you know, roughly stays the same. But for me, I want it to be more of like there's going to be something on there for everybody. So if you're a traditional country fan, there's going to be traditional sounding country. You know, if you're bro country, there's going to be that. If you're more pop country, there's going to be that, you know. Yeah. So if you're that more alternative, there's also going to be that because I enjoy, you know, all those variances of country and I think a lot of people really you know enjoy that but the funny thing about me is I'm one of those like country purists so I'm quick to say ah that ain't country but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know I, yeah, it's funny you say that because I think as as a lot of people get deeper into country music and people that are like really deep into it I'm not talking just people that listen to the radio mm -hmm. I think that whole sentiment is coming back faster than than people imagined it would right and there's a lot of people that want to like change the landscape of country music but you know it's like country music you know it is what it is like we don't like need to change it it's country music for a reason i think that's something to celebrate and so i don't think it needs to be changed in any kind of way like it's gone this long you know and i think it'll do just fine going longer so 
I, now I got to ask you because you kind of opened up the door. What do you What do you mean by that? What do you mean by changing the landscape of country music? Well, there's um, so there I can't remember the guy's name. The, I think he was from like NSYNC or something. Oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah. AJ McLean. Yeah, so he cut he you know he dipped his toe in talking about he's gonna change country music, and you know we kind of see how that went. But you got to think the fan base of country music, and it's just like Texas country fans, they're very loyal people. You yep. know, they, oh, they're yeah. very loyal to it. So, I mean, it's not going to, like, change without some sort of resistance. But the, just country music as a whole, just by itself, without adding any, you know, sort of, I guess, political viewpoint of it, is, is you know, a genre to be celebrated. So I think changing the landscape of country doesn't really, you know, really make sense. Because, like, you, so you have, like, so Jason Aldini has a song, uh, Dirt Road Anthem. Yep. You know, and so in that song, Jason Aldini, he raps in that song. Yeah. And, and But, you know, the hip-hop world would not accept that song as a rap song. It's like, no, nah, that's country, that's not rap. Right. But you have, like, the Breelands of the world or the Lil Nas X's of the world who make this, like, pop music, is what I would yep. call it. It's like, it's a pop song. And then, like, country has to sort of, like, accept it. Like, oh, yeah, that's country. But it's like, not really. It's really pop. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like country music it's you know the instrumentation the storytelling like it has an identity of its own and that's what makes country music country music just like rock and roll or hip-hop like it has those elements that make it what it is so there's no need to change the landscape you know it is what it is right yeah you know it's, it's funny you say that because I, w- I would say Blanco Brown is more country than yeah. little little Nas X would yeah. be any day of the week you know? Right. And Lil Nas X, he didn't he doesn't want to be a country artist. We've seen that he's gone over to the you know the pop world. He hasn't made yeah. another quote unquote country song since and like you know, we see that. Yeah, yeah, and I think we all know why too. <laughs> we get that. Because even the even the country song he didn't put out wasn't that great. Yeah. So <laughs> um so I just totally lost my train of thought. So you're you're from Texas. Mm-hmm. You decide to start playing country music. How? What made you decide that? You know, with with your, you know, with your roots in in you know, probably some of the greatest rappers of all time. Yeah. So that's 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 a trip because, you know, looking back on it, there was all these moments that I had to where like country music was sort of, I guess calling out to me you know but i just kind of ignored it like i didn't really pay much attention to it but in 2013 uh my poppy and my brothers we were going to uh dc because my brother david had just graduated and uh he went to go take a trip to dc so we were going that way but that was around the time that duck dynasty was you know real popular and so we're gonna drive through louisiana to see them you know on our way well when we get there they had just left and they got on the bus and they were going to nashville to cma fest and we were like, oh, well, Nashville's on the way. So I guess we can stop in Nashville because, you know, Duck Dynasty was on the agenda. So yeah. uh, <laughs> we stopped we stopped in Nashville. And it was during CMA Fest. All the music, all the happenings is going on. Of course, at this time, I'm not really into country music. So I wasn't too much worried about that. But I, I've always been a fan of music, you know. Yeah. And so uh, anyway, we took a tour of the Ryan Auditorium. And um, we got to, like, walk behind the stage. And while we were walking uh, behind the stage, I didn't know this at the time, but uh, Keith Urban was like doing a sound check. And so I don't know what he was singing, but it was sounding good. But anyway, I got these like chills like all over my body. Like it was just like the sort of feeling that came over me. And so that feeling just kind of stuck with me. 
you know, like for, you know, I guess three years, actually until now, but for three years until I started doing country music. And I think that was sort of like my moment that I realized that, hey, this is it. And so I kind of fought it for a little while. And then, you know, one day I just picked up the guitar and started playing it, which I've always, I've had a guitar since like the seventh grade. I just kind of picked it up on and off, on and off. And I just kind of picked it up and, and went with it. Like it was just, awesome. it was just one of those things. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. Cause like I have a similar story to that about, you know, country music and where, where and how it all came about for me. And it, you know, it's very similar, you know, I grew up with, you know, rock and roll and, you know, I, I grew up during the nineties, you know, and, and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, country music wasn't a thing, especially up here in the Boston area. And, you know, it wasn't until later in life, later in life, like I'm super old. Um, but a little later on, as I, you know, got married and had kids where country music really started to resonate and, and uh, really speak to me. Yeah. Um, so now, now you're in Nashville, you're doing the thing. Um, what are you, what are you hoping for, you know, in the next five years or so, you know, what do you, where do you see your career going? Well, I guess everybody kind of hopes to, you know, be at the top, you know, uh, to be an A-list artist, you know, um, I'm definitely aiming to, uh, looking for a record deal. Yeah. Um, definitely within the next five years, I definitely want to play, uh, the Ryman Auditorium, make my Opry debut. That's like a, yeah. that's a, that's definitely like, you know, first on the bucket list for me in my journey in country music is to make that debut. Cause you know, I just reading all the exhibits and stuff at the hall of fame, you know, just to see all the people who've, you know, you know, stepped on that stage and the honor that it is, you know, to be able to do that. And so that's definitely uh, a big to do for me. Um, but of course, look for, uh, a label and have a few number ones, you know, just kind of yeah. work to, to, you know, solidify myself as a country artist, because I think it, uh, for me, I want to be an artist that they say like Todd Brown. Oh yeah. You know, hell yeah. That guy, he's good. You know, he's got good music. He's a great singer. You know, he's a country music artist. I don't, you know, I don't want there to be like this sort of, you know, you know, uh, I can't think of the word. But anyway, I just wanted to just be based on merit, just to be, you know, a good country artist, just to, I guess, kind of fold in with the rest of them. Yeah. And um, that's kind of definitely my goal there. Now, do you have any, um, you know, do you have any current country artists that you're, you know, you're trying, I don't want to say trying to emulate because you have your own thing, but, you know, if, if you were to say to somebody that says to you, you know, Tyler, what, who do you sound most like without hearing your music? What would you say? Oh, well, <laughs> this is actually funny. So uh, I met a couple of friends in Nashville and uh, they're kind of from, uh, it was kind of around the time that I first moved there. And so they're from, some people from like South Carolina, yeah. kind of Northeast area, uh, Kentucky. And um, one of them, actually like a couple of them were like, hey, I just heard your song on the radio. And I'm <laughs> like, it's like, what, the, what song did you hear on the radio? Like, oh, I don't know which one it was, but like I heard it. I was like, all right, well, next time you hear it, uh, you know, recorded or something. Let me know, like, what, what were the words or whatever. And so, probably if probably a month goes by, and so I get a Snapchat from one of them, and it's Luke Combs "Better Together," which I did a, a cover of that song, and it's on my YouTube. And uh, for some reason, 
they thought, and they're, you know, they're country artists and, you know, they listen to country, but for some reason they thought it was me on the radio. Oh, that's funny. So apparently, I guess I sound like Luke Combs. <laughs> I was like, I'll take it. Hey, absolutely. He's absolutely. a great singer. Any, right. Anybody that wants to, you know, <laughs> put you in that, in that circle, that's, you'll take that any day. Yeah. Any day of the week, I'll take that. But I was like, that's not me. That's Luke Combs. Like, <laughs> it sounds just like you. And like, like it was two of them. Like both of them said it. Like man, that sounds just like you. I thought it was you. I was like, no, nah, that's definitely Luke Combs. I was like, how do you not know that's Luke Combs? <laughs> right, right. How do you how, how do you not know this? What's, yeah. what's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh man, too funny. Yeah. Um, so you know you've got. Sorry, I just like to. I you got Stay Wild coming out next Friday. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm I'm gonna probably release this episode the day before um, okay, cool. just just to kind of help push push the single gotcha. um what can you tell us a little bit about that song to get us amped up and ready ready for it uh stay wild is just sort of uh um kind of a testament to how i live my life i mean in december 2019 i pretty much within like a week i decided that you know if i'm gonna go to nashville it's now or never you know mm-hmm. and so i just packed up my car and went and you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you got your whole life to work, you know, yeah. but you don't have your whole life to chase your dreams because, you know, eventually, you know, you're probably going to, you know, get married, have kids, settle down and all that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, while you still got some youth in you, that's the time to chase your dreams. So it's one of those things to where just don't let the woes and you know, struggles of life get you down and, and do those things that, you know, maybe you're too scared to do or maybe that maybe you quit doing, you know. And so I've learned that, you know, I've played a few shows. And uh, I played the song uh, in those shows, and it definitely went over well. And a lot of people have heard snippets of it. Uh, I got a, a friend that's like going through some things, and uh, he was telling me he's like, "Man, this song was definitely inspiring because you know I was you know planning on opening my business before COVID hit, and like now I'm thinking you know of not doing it." But he's like, "Now you know." He's like, "You know what? Like it's now or never." You know, so I'm just right. like, "Hey, man, dude, you know." do what your heart feels to do and so uh i definitely want people to be encouraged i think it's definitely a good time for the song because of you know people everybody went through a lot this past you know year and a half and so just to have something that feels good and to lift you up and encourage you i think is something that's needed oh absolutely you know and and i think you're absolutely right you know you're i always tell people all the time you know you gotta chase your dreams because your dreams are never gonna chase you right 100 percent. you know so I, I personally can't wait to hear this song. You know, I, I've i been sent, you know, certain things to get ready for it. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I really can't wait for the, for the rest of the world to hear this song because I think it has, you know, from what I'm being told, has the potential to really, you know, um, jolt you into the stratosphere. Yeah, I hope so, man. I'm I'm hoping and praying because since I started, you know, I work a full time job and I do music full time, so it's go 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 for me. You know, I wake yeah. up at I wake up at six a.m. and I go to bed at like midnight or one a.m. like every night, and it's just uh-uh. it's go go go. And you know, it's part of the grind. You know, cutting your teeth and and trying yeah. to make it because it's it's hard. Like it's it's not easy. And what's no. funny is it's like I don't know why I chose the hardest thing to do to just really <laughs> be passionate about <laughs> and to give my all, but you know, I wouldn't change anything about it. Like, it's not, it's not the most glamorous thing. Like, maybe on social media, it looks like, oh, you get to go here and do this and do that. But it's like, yeah, well, I had to, 
you know, wake up at this time and go here and catch a flight and sleep in the airport just to play, you know, open up a show for 45 minutes. Right. And then, you know, I'm back to my normal life. So, it's, you know, it's not glamorous, but if you didn't love it and you weren't passionate about it, you, I mean, you'd hang it up quick. True. True. Now, so you're, so you're working full time. Yeah. Full time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. I'm so crazy. Whole, I know. No, I trust me. Trust me, man. I'm, I have three jobs and this three kids and a wife. So I get it. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get the grind, man. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. Um, so you have all this stuff going on. You have this single coming out. Um, where are you playing during, you know, I guess during the week on the weekends in town, where, where are those, where are some of the spots you hit? Um, I mostly, I mostly stick to, uh, doing the writer's rounds because, okay. you know, cause that works, you know, better with my work schedule. Sure. Cause if you're, you know, you're doing the band thing, then, you know, if you're kind of new, then they're going to put you like earlier in the day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm working earlier in the day and those gigs aren't, you know, paying enough to like, you know, not go to work. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I tend to like, you know, hit the, hit the writer's round circuit, you know, the locals would know what that is. And so yeah. I, I, I tend to show up there and, uh, you know, play some original to- songs and stuff like that. And I was just up in Nash- uh, Nashville. I was just up in New York last week. I'm not kidding. Yeah. So I played uh, with some friends up there and, um, so yeah, I try and get around and play as much as I can. With everything, you know, opening back up and stuff, I'm I'm starting to book shows in Texas, you know, that I didn't get to do last year, and um, kind of all over up in Kentucky and all that stuff. So nice. Well, yeah. I, you know, I I try to push it all the time, and I don't work for them, but um, you know, there's a really great bar in Boston called the Red is Last Call that you should definitely check out because they do that sort of writers round thing pretty regularly okay um i can send you that info if, if you'd like it because i think you would uh you would absolutely kill there oh yeah do that man i'll definitely yeah. check that out yeah. absolutely um so a couple more things before i before i let you go um so we are a boots and whiskey podcast right mm-hmm. um if you wear if you're wearing boots what kind of boots are they Oh, okay. Um, so boots. So actually these days I, I kinda interchange between two. Most most times I wear uh these Steve Madden uh Chelsea boots. Yeah. And so uh they're like a tan kind of color. They're comfortable and you know, they got some traction on the bottom, so you know, I can kinda move around on stage. Uh or I'll wear I have some Tony Llama, um what are they called? Paru something. Anyway, they're like the fish skin, you know, they got that like triangular yeah. pattern on them and i'll wear those you know when i'm feeling you know fancy because they were you know, <laughs> pretty pricey so you know i don't yeah, break those yeah. out all, <laughs> i don't break those out all the time when i'm feeling fancy you know I, i'll i'll slip those off but most times i'll wear the chelsea boots are comfortable those are those are definitely going to be the boots you wear when you hit the uh when you hit that circle for the first time that's for sure oh yeah 100 percent. yeah oh yeah um and now not that not i'm sure you've never had a drink of alcohol but <laughs> If you had, or if you know of any kind of whiskey you may like, what would that be? Uh, lately, man, I've been uh, I've been on this uh, Kentucky bourbon. It's called Legion. Okay. Uh, it's kind of um, it's stout, but it's got this kind of sweet finish to it. But it's not like the sugary sweet. It's kind of a 
it's like a pleasant okay. kind of sweet. Yeah, like a savory sweet. Yeah, and it's 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 pretty nice. You know, I just drink that straight, or I usually just go like the Jim Beam and the White Monster Energy Drink route. But yeah. <laughs> whoa, wait, hold on, hold on, what, together? Yeah, together. Really? Yeah, it's an acquired taste. I'm but... gonna. I was gonna say that's gotta be. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not terrible. You know, it's not. It's not gonna make you like gag or nothing. It's not bad, but it's definitely <laughs> like an acquired taste. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. It's pretty um, good, though. You know, it's and it's funny you mentioned Monster because I've only within the last couple of months, well, since the summer, started mm-hmm. drinking Monster because I was always that person where, like, it to me, it tasted like shit. Yeah. Um, so I found a Monster that I really do like. So now that you say that, now I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, give it, give it a shot, man. It's it's not bad. I don't even. The only time I drink Monsters is that Monster with uh, Jim Beam. Like uh-huh. that's it. That's interesting. I yeah. gotta. I I might have to try that. Yeah, definitely try it. It's it's good. It's not bad. You'd be like, oh, that's not as. It sounds off, but it's not as. Yeah, bad it does. Because when you said it, I was like, "There's no way he's putting those two things together." There's no uh, way. Can't the do. White, it. Yeah, the White Monster Energy. Yeah, and Jim Beam. It's it's pretty good. Wow, that's wild. Um, wow. Well, I've learned something new today. That's awesome. Well, good. Um, so, you know, I, I can't thank you enough for being on and and telling telling us about you and where you're coming from and what you're doing. And, you know, I'm, I'm really excited for this release and, you know, as, as things happen for you, I would love to have you on over and over and over again to keep us informed of what, what you're doing and how, how well you're doing. Cause I think you really have the chops to, to, to kill it in town and in Nashville and really, you know, just catapult into the, to, into the stratosphere. Man, thank you, man. I really appreciate that so much. And for sure, man, I'll, anytime, man, I'll, yeah. I'll keep you guys informed on, you know, happenings. And, you know, I'm sure you'll probably see me on TV or something. And Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I really absolutely. appreciate it. You know, and I have your number now, so I have, you know, I'll, I'll shoot you texts and be like, hey, what's going on? How's things going? You know, I'll, I'll stay in touch on a regular basis for sure. All right, man. That sounds good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Again, stay wild. We'll be out, you know, by the time this comes out, we'll be out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you're listening to this, go get it and, and just turn it up. Yeah. Turn it up and put it on repeat, man. Yeah. So before you go, where can we find you? How can uh, we find you? How can we stay connected with you? Uh, stay connected. Uh, so you can go to my website, tylerbryant.com. Um, or my socials is Tyler Bryant music. That's Tyler with an A T Y L A R. Because if you spell it with an E, that ain't me. That's nope. a different guy. So that's a whole uh, different band too. Yeah, whole whole band. You know, whole I'm sure. Band. <laughs> I'm sure the day I released my first song, they got a lot of hits because people are like, "Oh, I can't find you." Like, is this you? I'm like, "No, that's that's <laughs> definitely not me." <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even look like me. Yeah, don't even look like me. We're we're far <laughs> off, but I'm like, I bet you're spelling it wrong. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. So you do the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter all that stuff. Uh, TikTok, yeah, all that stuff. Awesome, awesome. TikTok is is the way is the place to be to blow up, man. I'm yes, yeah, it's a new way. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much. I, I I really cannot. I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy for you. I cannot wait to hear more. I you know, please tell me how the how the single does when it comes out. You know, we'll be we'll be broadcasting it for you as well. And you know, I'm super excited for you, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate sure. it. Sure, absolutely, Tyler. Thank you so much for joining me. And uh, we'll be in touch super soon. All right, man. Thank you so much. Thanks. All right. Bye. 
Well, there you have it, everyone. Tyler Bryant, his single Stay Wild, out right now, today. As this episode is out, so isn't that single. Go listen to it. Trust me, I've already heard it. And God damn, it's good. Wow. This kid, I'm telling you, like I said at the top of the show, he's got that soul, man. He's got that soul. And I love it. Love, love, love this kid's sound. I think I think him and others that are going to come with this sound are going to take Nashville by storm. I think this is the next wave we're going to see. We're going to see a heavy wave of soulful country, and I love it. Can't can't wait to see this kid blow up, because he deserves it. Um, great all-around kid, and the next time I'm in Nashville, him and I are definitely going to go hit up that Country Music Hall of Fame and check out all the exhibits one by one and drive whoever's with us crazy. Um, Tyler, thank you again so much. Um, until next time, remember, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh TikTok, everything. It's all out there. Um, Go get it. Till next time, keep the boots on the ground, whiskey in the glass. Good night.